is Saturday, January 23rd, 2021. I am the coach, and this is the Early Edge, powered by Sportsline. We are the only daily sports betting podcast that's in your feed before 11 a.m., and we do it all in 10 minutes or less. The clock starts now, and I got to tell you, the last couple of days, the props are what's propping up this show. We're going to back at it today. A quick uh, programming reminder. We told you we're going to start other uh, shows within the brand of the Early Edge. Well, we did it today. A very special UFC 257 episode with our brand new handicapper, Ian Parker, is in your feeds on our YouTube channel right now. Check that out prior to UFC 257 so you can get all your best bets in. And then tomorrow, we'll have two different episodes. Basketball, then we'll have a football-only episode uh, for the championship games in the AFC and the NFC. We got you covered top to bottom. But this is about hoops today and golf. So let's bring in two of my favorite cappers in the world. Oh, look at Chief. So well behaved. Introductions. M squared. Good morning. Good morning, coach. Chief is really fired up for golf. I think it's really about Rick. Whenever Rick is on, I let Chief know ahead of time Rick's going to be on. And the guy is just absolutely excited every time. It doesn't matter what the show is. We're all excited when Rick G shows up. Thank you, Chief. And speaking of Rick G, you can see him at Rick Run Good. He's the host of the First Cup podcast. Incredible golf mind. Rick, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Yes, Chief and I, we have a connection like no other, so it's always good to see Mike, but it's especially good to see Chief, and it's good to see you, Coach. I'm ready to rock and roll. Do it. Look, first game on the board, we're going straight to the National Basketball Association. There are seven games on the board tonight. There's an 8 Eastern tip in Minnesota, and that's where the Pelicans come to town. Mikey, what do you like here? I'm looking at the Pelicans minus 8, so... The most important thing, as a lot of us know at this point, is scheduling in the NBA. The uh, Minnesota Timberwolves are on the second night of a back-to-back. The Pelicans have had the night off after playing two tough back-to-back games with a very good Utah team. Now they get this Timberwolves team. I like them here. The Timberwolves are going to try to push the pace. That's just what they do with their young core. But the Pelicans are athletic enough and defensively minded enough that they're going to turn those into transition points. They should be able to run away with this game. My simulations make it almost 15 points. Uh, So I like it here at minus eight a lot. I think the Timberwolves get blown out for the second night in a row tonight. I think there's a lot of pride with this team, too. And when you got a new head coach like like they have there. Uh, you're going to get back on the horse very, very quickly, or you will pay for it. All right, let's stay in the NBA with our best prop of the day. Mikey, uh, what do you got? I am looking at Steph Curry over 39 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. So the reason I'm playing it at points, rebounds, and assists, as opposed to just 29 and a half on the points or the rebound or assist prop total. So Utah Jazz, they are taking the third most three-point shots in the NBA so far this season. Golden State is a team that likes to play with pace. When you put those two variables together, you're looking at a more high-variance outcome, a lot of potential long rebounds, a lot of really quick transition baskets. Those are going to be critical for Steph Curry, not only for scoring, but for long rebounds, which he's very good at, and picking up extra assists. So my median number on this game for Steph Curry is 42 and a half. And then another thing to consider when you look at a player prop like this, you need to consider the player's true range of outcomes. Steph Curry's range of outcomes, like a 40 point game, 39 and a half, a 40 point game. He is very live to get to that number without recording a single rebound or assist. So that's one situation where I'm more likely to invest in something like that with a player like Steph Curry. That's exactly the question I ask you. So thank you for answering that. There's a lot of great information right there on how you get to this number and 
uh, your values. By the way, that's a nine Eastern tip in Salt Lake City. All right, let's turn our attention now to round three of the American Express Championship. And I tell you what, Rick, as we bring you in now, this has been a crazy first uh, two days. Sun JM at the top at minus 11. There's a lot of people taking an absolute bath with their picks so far, but we've got to look at matchups for round three, and I know there's several that you like. Yeah, and, and before we even jump into the three matchups that I've identified, Coach, I mean, this round-by-round matchup betting for, for golf has been one of the most exploitable ways to bet golf over the past couple of years because we have data from the tournament. We can see the stats, and you know, there's a lot of volatility in this, so bookmakers are not so good at setting lines. So I'm starting here with Gary Woodland over Cameron Davis, and Gary Woodland, over the first two rounds of this event, he's been on the wrong end of the draw. He he played the most difficult course on both of e- each of the first two days, and he's still six under par. He's still in a tie for 26th, and it's Cameron Davis who lost nearly two strokes from Tita Green yesterday in the second round. He's been relying on the putter. That usually regresses back to the mean. I think Gary Woodland beats Cameron Davis in my first head-to-head matchup. In my second head-to-head matchup, you're going to see a trend here. It's Siwoo Kim over Brian Harmon. Siwoo's been phenomenal as a ball striker over the years. He's, he's one of the more volatile golfers, but when he gets it going in the right direction, things tend to pan out. Siwoo Siwoo gained 3.18 strokes gained from Tita Green on Thursday at the stadium course. Brian Harmon played that same course on Friday, was reliant on the putter. Again, that's the trend. Guys that putted it well, that were very... Um, over expectation with that flat stick. You expect that to come back to the mean. And then finally, uh, Francesco Molinari over Max Homa is my final matchup. Similar story here. Homa opens up with a 66 on Thursday. He loses strokes from T to green on, fr- on Friday. You look at what uh, Francesco Molinari has been doing excellent with his irons. He's gaining strokes in all categories. He's much more solid. So for me, it's Molinari over Homa. And those are my three matchups for round three. I wrote down Max Homa this morning and next to his name, I wrote, Fade in all capital letters. I love that pick. Rick run good. All right. We'll have a full recap uh, coming up in just a couple of minutes of all the picks here on the show. Uh, But by the way, on a day like this, when there's so much going on, why don't you join Sportsline? I mean, right now, if you use the promo code edge, I'm going to give you 30 days for free. You get all of our incredible cappers. You get their picks, but you also get our simulations at Sportsline, which is like nothing else in the business. You get all of that with a great low price of free for 30 days. All right, back to the board, and we're going to college basketball right now. And, Mikey, I know you looked at all of the 100 games today, and you found one that you like. What is it? I did. I'm looking at the Baylor Bears here. I like the minus 8.5 against Oklahoma State. I know they're on the road, but this Baylor team has been so good this season. 10-3 and three against the spread, 6-1 and one against the spread on the road. I know some of you might have a bad taste in your mouth after the ridiculous cover that they blew last game out when Kansas hit the half-court shot at the end of the game. That's not going to happen again here in this spot. They're going to dictate the pace of this game, which is ultimately going to lead to them winning. The guard play is just simply too good for the Baylor Bears. I know that many people shy away from almost double-digit spreads in conference play, but the Baylor team here is just simply superior in literally every single metric, and it's going to come down to the guard play. They're going to pull away. They're going to continue their 6-1 and one streak against the spread on the road. So give me Baylor minus 8.5. My simulations make it minus 10.8. So I'm comfortable playing it up to minus 10. You know, I'm a huge Kansas fan, and all of my friends were texting me after that game against Baylor. They're like, how come everybody on social media is upset 
Baylor still won the game. I said it was one of the worst bad beats you're ever going to see in basketball. As you mentioned, a half court shot at the buzzer to cover by a half a point. It was nuts. All right, grab your paper, grab your pencil. It's time to write down our recap. Jeweler, put it up there. There you go. M squared loves the Pelicans tonight uh, at Timberwolves. That's an eight Eastern tip, giving the eight. He likes Steph Curry combined points, rebounds, and assists. He thinks that potentially Steph could get there with just points. So a ton of value there. And then in college basketball, Baylor minus the eight and a half. And then on the T is Mr. Gary Woodland minus 110 over Cameron Davis. Siwoo Kim minus 125 over Brian Harmon. And the play I love the absolute most, Francesco Molinari over Max Homa. And it's only minus 110. You don't even have to give a lot of juice to get the squeeze. All right. You have your marching orders. Let's take all these tickets straight to the pay window. And don't forget about our UFC 257 preview that's in your feeds right now. For M Squared, for Rick Rungood, for the jeweler and chief, I am the coach. This is the only place, and we love doing it just for you, for your daily early edge. Good luck. 